don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. It's quite easy to experience that sensation of creepiness in some old house or in the middle of some ruin or remote place far away from the warmth and security of human companionships and habitation. Loneliness and isolation combined with the sensation of antiquity and decay can, understandably, generate an uneasy feeling in many of us. But what about in the middle of a bustling town? Can the same sensations be generated in the middle of a busy street? Such places indeed may well exist some natural, some man-made. In Germany, some of the man-made stone towers are known as Hexenturm, or Witch's Towers. And that is the focus of today's episode. According to legend, these witches' towers serve as a focus for primal energies in almost the same way as an electricity substation, and within their stone walls, supernatural forces seethe and flicker, unseen by the human eye, but sometimes detected in other ways by particularly sensitive people. Such places can sometimes produce what we might call ghost images, especially if they're very old. There are witch towers in a number of German towns such as Coburg, Herborn, and Marsburg, as well as many more. At Wildenson Castle, witches burned at the very top of the tower there, although this isn't officially a Hexen term. Many of the witches' towers were one-time prisons, though not necessarily for witches. The greater majority of them date from the mid-19th century and were used solely to confine women. Only a few of them are older than this, and these have been used to confine and torture women who had been suspected of witchcraft. Although it didn't really get underway until the early 1600s, witch hunting in Germany was particularly ferocious. This was due to the intervention of the church and one churchman in particular, Bishop Johann Gottfried von Oschhausen, Prince Bishop of Wurzburg and Bamberg, who had the dubious nickname the Witch Bishop. Between 1609 and 1622, he committed more than 300 persons to torture and death, and upon his death in 1622, his successor, Johann George II Fuchs von Dornheim, maintained the trials and the burnings. Among the tortures that were carried out were the boot, which was where a great weight was placed on the chest, the hot seat, which is the roasting hot chair of iron in which the suspect was made to sit, feathers dipped in sulfur applied to various sensitive parts of the body, and scalding hot and ice-cold baths. Many of these inhumane practices were carried on during the 17th century in the existing Hexenturm. As in many other parts of Europe, a good number of these were muddled old women and young children, all of whom were consigned to the flames. The Prince Bishop also insisted that many of them were mutilated in degrading ways before this was done. 
Although most of the witch towers are comparatively modern, there are still a few that are very old and that may have been used for these purposes. One of the oldest lies in the old town of Heidelberg, in the corner of the market square there. Some will argue that this structure is the most potent of all the Hexenturm, where the mysterious forces converge the most freely. The tower, which was originally built in 1392, has now been incorporated into the University of Heidelberg and it stands at what was once the western part of the initial town. This is now the corner of the university courtyard, a pleasant spot that is frequently used by trippers and picnickers. The tower is tall and made of stone, rising over many of the surrounding buildings with six openings in the side that face the courtyard, two large and four small. This, says the legend, was to allow people to see the execution of local witches. It was certainly used as a prison and a torture chamber for medieval sorcerers and malefactors. And according to some, their evil has somehow leached into its very stonework. For a structure of its great age, it is remarkably well preserved, perhaps too well maintained, it is sometimes argued. Is there something supernatural within the area that keeps it intact? Heidelberg is an extremely old site, the jawbone of a very ancient prehistoric man, dating back between 200,000 and 600,000 years old, was found in the nearby village of Moore in 1907. This makes the area one of the earliest sites of human life in all of Europe. Even more significantly, there appears to have been a 5th century Celtic structure on Hallinenberg, a hill on the other side of the river Nakar, on which Heidelberg stands. This fortress may have been there from prehistoric times and may have given the town its name. Although many people seem to think that this was some sort of a defensive position, there are others who think that it might have been some ritualistic place where sacred but pagan ceremonies have been carried on. They point to the fact that in early Christian times, a church was erected on this spot as if to take away the evil influence of a place. This is a place, they say, where ancient gods might have been worshipped in far-off times, and their energies still course through the site. This ancient site lies in a form of alignment with the Hexenturm, which serves as a channel for such forces. Was the tower, designed by 14th century architects, designed specifically for this purpose? Certainly some see the Hexenturm as a kind of harmonic convergence zone, a kind of mystic junction box where numbers of lines and force meet and generate their own energies. So how does this energy manifest itself? We have already alluded to the feeling of creepiness which sometimes assails people when they visit the tower. But there are other sensations too. According to some visitors, another feeling is that of a chilling coldness, which seems to penetrate to the very core of one's being. This is not just a bit of chill, but a real supernatural code, suggestive of some other world or time. And the feeling of supernatural and sickening coldness is not the only thing. Some visitors claim to have heard noises, like screams or shouts in the vicinity of the Hexenturm. Some have even claimed to see figures that vanished almost as soon as they were glimpsed. So what exactly is the secret of the Hexenturm? Is it indeed some form of ancient psychic junction box acting as a receptor for ancient energies that flow across the immediate landscape? Or did the terrible imprisonments and tortures 
They were carried out there long ago, leaving an indelible mark on the tower, like some old photograph. With such an ancient and mysterious structure, who can say? So I 